Welcome to I am not a standard and I'm so grateful that you are here. My name is Shankar Mahavela, founder of I am not a standard, an empowerment and mindset coach, content creator and speaker. I am on a mission in redefining beauty through wisdom and visioning a world without standards. I'm here to help you find your true identity by overcoming self-doubt. Unleashing your inner voice with full confidence in yourself and mastering your mind to live your life with peace, happiness and purpose. I'm all about creating a community, a community that is full of people with a purpose. This is a place for real and raw conversations about all things women empowerment, mindset, confidence, social standards, balance and spirituality. I'm here to support and guide you with wisdom, tools and strategies to empower, inspire and motivate you to be powerful in all areas of your life. Let's dive into today's episode. I am so excited to bring you this episode because I can confidently say that you will definitely find this episode very useful. If you are done living your life in fear and holding yourself in the backseat because of self-doubt, then this episode is for you. If you are ready to attract new opportunities, this episode is for you. I'm going to start the episode by introducing you to what self-doubt is, what it can do to us, and what happens if we don't control or manage it. I'm going to take you through a few of my personal experiences to give you a bit of context and give you a bit of insight how sometimes we actually manifest our own self-doubt issues into our own lives. It's important that we acknowledge self-doubting habits, manage them when they arise, but more importantly, learn how to prevent yourself from falling back into old habits. First of all, self-doubt is normal. It's not just you, it's common and natural. There is no need to be ashamed of it, so let that sink in for a while. Self-doubt is doubting yourself in uncertainty. Simply said, you don't believe in yourself. You're not confident in achieving something or anything at all. You question your ideas, actions and decisions. You look into alternatives. So self-doubt kicks into play when you believe you don't have the capability to do something. See how I use the word to believe? That's right. It all comes down to your values and your belief system. When we don't have a solid connection with our own self, we doubt ourselves. It used to make me really small and make me extremely sensitive many, many years ago, and it still does in some instances. Self-doubt can play in many areas of our lives. If you are a huge procrastinator, and I know this, it is a very common thing, you have self-doubt. If you are someone who would do anything to achieve perfection, you are struggling with self-doubt. Are you someone who is struggling with imposter syndrome? That is, you don't believe you are capable of achieving or doing things that others perceive you to be. Yes, that is self-doubt there. Let's look at a scenario. When we were kids or when you see kids, Do you see them questioning their drawing or their piece of art? 
No. Do you see kids thinking about what they are wearing or questioning whether it looks good on them or what would people think? No. But when we grow up into our early teenage years, we start to internalize a lot of the noise from the outside world. What would that person think about my new hairstyle? Would my boss be cross if I asked for a promotion? When we are about to change our career paths, our parents and family friends try to internalize their opinions in our heads. Do you now see a pattern? We are constantly bombarded with opinions, expectations and obligations. Things that's got nothing to do with us have turned into our perceptions. We are looking at ourselves through other people's perceptions and declaring them as true arguments. I'll share a personal experience of mine to give you a bit of context. When I first migrated to Australia in 2007, everything felt overwhelming. I was lost and confused. From the way people speak, dress and show up were out of my comfort zone. Here I am, a girl who grew up in Sri Lanka with strict social and cultural constructs to deal with. Someone who was extremely introvert and shy would not participate in any school activities. Hidden under my books in my huge library at my home, who had no friends, has suddenly moved into this huge country with full of diversity, people with different backgrounds, a mixture of rich languages right in front of my face. My brain was constantly pushing through an irresistible mix of emotions that I couldn't cope with. I was suddenly put into situations where I was bullied for my skin color, My English-speaking skills were questioned as some people found it amusing to see Sri Lankan so well-spoken. My long curly hair that became such an inconvenience that I then decided to permanently straighten it. That wasn't all. When I first had the urge to spend some money on makeup, I was given shades of foundations that were way too dark for my skin tone, mostly three to four shades dark. Sometimes even the darkest shade in the range. And at that time, I just wanted to fit in. And I didn't want to be that girl with that dark shade of makeup on my face. So I would get a sample size of it, thank the ladies at the store and leave. And next day, I would intentionally buy foundation that is too light for my skin tone, thinking that I could fix it up with contour or whatever the means I was good at back then with my makeup game. I could go on and on about so many incidents that occurred in the past that has directly affected my confidence and my insecurities and sometimes even my ego. Consequently, my actions or the choices I made did not feel right or authentic to me. It was always foreign to do something to just fit in, to be acceptable like others because I was treated like another. So you see, all these scenarios track back to a lot of noise from the external world where people judge you, question you, criticize you and label you to then turning you into a creature of constant doubt and fear. We choose to please others or procrastinate to seek validation, 
to seek the attention that we never had when we were growing up. To heal our inner wounds, we make choices that aren't actually aligned with our passion or mission. So if you are someone who wants to be an actor, an entrepreneur, author, podcaster, or maybe someone who wants to go traveling around the world as a digital nomad, whatever that may be, I'm sure you've all been questioned about your choices, your decisions. Without realizing the next movement, you cancel that flight you were going to take. You pause your career change for a while. You stick to your stressful nine to five because you think, you think people laugh at you, judge you or make fun of you. So let's ask the question, why do we self-doubt or why do we doubt ourselves? It happens when there is a lack of connection or trust with yourself. Whether it's through self-love, loving yourself or having an enormous amount of self-awareness. When there is a disconnect between your values or beliefs and your actual actions, you doubt yourself. And that's okay because it lets you an opportunity to question your beliefs and actions and decide whether they are aligned. But... However, if it continues to be the same repetitive scenario, it could affect your daily actions, thinking, behaviors, energy, and your overall mood. So we try to cover ourselves with external things to gain that lost confidence, to feel loved. In my case, from being a girl who not just disliked but hated wearing makeup, became a makeup addict. Reliance on makeup and fashion continued for years until my skin gave up. I used makeup as an excuse to look good. But deep down, I knew that I had to wear makeup to fit in with other girls who always showed up perfect. Deep down, I knew my skin is going to hate me in 5 to 10 years. But people won't accept me and treat me the same if I don't. So let me change the narrative around self-doubt. Doubt is actually a good thing. It's an opportunity for you to take a chance at looking deep within you to understand and come to awareness of who you really are, what you want to do, who you want to be, regardless of what people say, think or believe. Doubting is therefore, I believe, isn't necessarily bad for you. In fact, it's a way of you looking at all the possibilities around you, whether your own voice or noise from the outside. As long as we are not aiming for perfection, not pleasing people for the sake of satisfaction, you need to realize that nothing in this world is either good or bad. For every positive, there's something bad you missed out on. So for every bad thing, there's always a positive thing you can work on to attract and manifest. And that's the reality of life and this human experience. In Buddhism, they teach us all about suffering. A child is born into this world crying. Birth is therefore suffering. Our whole life is full of suffering, even if we don't want to accept it. If there's too much heat, it hurts. If we sit too much, it hurts. There's illnesses all the time. We age day by day. And what do we do? We stock up on food, 
clothing, we try to cover everything up, denying the reality and finding solutions. The only way to deal with self-doubt is to uncover it, to get to the bottom of where it's coming from and which areas of life is it affecting. We are all social creatures. That means we absorb everything from the people around us. So if we adopt a victim mentality, we are more likely to take on a sense of entitlement and behave negatively. That is doubting ourselves. Our brains are wired. They are wired to conform and it's really easy for us to be in that comfortable space we've been in for years and years. So whenever we feel like we are being challenged, we take a step back. We cry. We hide. Our anxiety creeps in. We've been living for years, doubting and just considering options and opportunities, but never looking at it from a positive perspective, never taking action. Our brains are so used to treating doubt with confusion, sadness and maybe even anger. For example, for a doctor to treat a wound, he has to take care of it in whatever means that is. Only if he does that, the wound will heal. So the same goes to everything else in life. If we don't like suffering, we need to work with it. So to overcome self-doubt, A, you need clarity. And with clarity comes B, confidence. Seeking clarity means overlooking all opportunities and other factors. It doesn't matter whether the world likes you or not, because if you have that clarity in mind, you will feel successful and you will be successful. You feel confident and you will be confident. So your chances to be successful are much, much higher than those without clarity. Doubting ourselves means that, that, that we are not taking responsibility to take that next step. And remember, if you desperately want it, you will do it. You will take action. We are all surrounded by negative situations and toxic people. But if we spend time building a solid foundation to place our feet on when we are about to change our path or grab a new opportunity, you have that clarity already to feel and be confident. So you will take that next step. You need to keep strengthening your own convictions and beliefs to amplify your needs and desires. And that is the only way to handle self-doubt. When we strengthen our own arguments, we weaken the noise around us. And that's what we want. And remember, guys, self-doubt is not a flaw or an imperfection. It's a natural human experience we all experience at any point of our lives. I'll give you an example of a feeling. Let's say you are feeling nervous. This means actually you care. But if you let it go and it doesn't really mean anything to you, you really don't care about that thing. You don't get hurt. It's pain-free. So self-doubt or doubting habits are never going to go away, but you can build a strong relationship with it. Self-doubt is actually showing you which path to take. You just have to plan 
do the background work to prepare yourself to take it on board. Something I really want to highlight here is that you cannot achieve clarity or confidence if you haven't done your homework. You need to, you really need to build your wisdom, your expertise, your skills. You need to upskill yourself so doubt is weakened or it disappears. When we are kids, we are being told to fit in, to follow the normal, to follow a checklist, what's normal and acceptable. But when we are adults, when we are told to be different, to be unique, to be us, find our voice, stand out. Whoever you are looking up to, whether it may be an entrepreneur, celebrity, author, actor, whoever it is, they have failed to multiple times. But they never gave up on their dream of becoming successful. None of us are immune to self-doubt and we all have the ability to keep it from directing our thoughts, decisions and actions. So it's important to note that we cannot silence self-doubt. It is going to be there forever with us. However, we have the power to control and manage it. In some, prevent it. So let's get into a few tips that I'm going to share with you that you can practice right away. Tip number one, how do you feel when you are just by yourself? Observe what you think, what you feel. Tip number two, what is your passion? Having a passion that you love is no use if you aren't good at it. You need to get really good at it. Upskill yourself, gain that knowledge, expand your wisdom. And remember, this requires hard work, sacrifices, early mornings, crying, and again doubting. It requires all, but so worth it. Your purpose is when you use your passion to serve others. And that's what makes you human and happy. Tip number three, acknowledge your fears. It is there as part of your human experience, most likely feeling a sense of threat and therefore trying to save you from maybe embarrassment, loss or even humiliation. So keep note of when you are experiencing it and write it down. Tip number four, doubt your doubts. These are all stories, thoughts or beliefs that's shaped by a lot of noise around you. Doubts have shaped your thinking and belief patterns. It determines your worth and what you are capable of achieving. So write down a statement that's contrary to these stories or doubts. Something more powerful than what you really want to hear. Tip number five. Be fearlessly confident about your why. What is that big mission you want to keep achieving and working towards? Do you have the necessary knowledge, experience and skills to achieve it? Doing so will give you a glimpse of what you need to be done in order to make yourself more confident in making that mission a reality. Tip number six, do something new or challenging and make it a habit. Experiment new things every weekend or once a month. Join networking events once a month and grow your network who are already one or two steps ahead of you. Tip number seven, 
build a tribe of believers and this is one of my favorite tips surround yourself with uplifting people with different experience levels and belief systems chances are you are going to grow with them compared to being in the presence of people who are constantly doing and saying the same thing over and over again you hear and see the same thing and therefore there is absolutely no room to grow so remember you cannot go through human experience solo you need a tribe a tribe that's cheering for you and the last tip tip number 8 challenge the doubt make a list of things you need to get done to get that thing done chances are your inner critic is screaming off the back of your head begging you not to do it to postpone it to forget about it so journal what would happen if you are going to continue to play safe like this and what you'll lose if you give up you can then get that sense of responsibility i talked about before so you decide to do it anyway just do it as nike says every time you kick back your doubt more clarity you have for yourself hence more confidence to do more and amplify your passion and purpose so whether it's perfectionism hesitation pleasing others overcomplicating things whatever it is that's really disturbing you to reach your fullest potential address it from here on don't shy away from it try one of or few of the mentioned eight tips and let me know what changes you can see in your life remember This is not a destination to reach. It's all about the process. Find your inner power and be your truest potential. Create your dream life on your own terms. And as always, love from Shanika.